2019, another number. Happy anniversary, ladies and gentlemen. Happy anniversary. It was just a year ago. It was just a year ago that you you went from just being novel to being, well, deadly and dull. Deadly dull. From a novel coronavirus, and I, I do recall a year ago in my job as news anchor, I believe on the air I called it novel. I thought it was... I thought it was more exotic in that way. Novel coronavirus. No, it was novel. It sure ain't novel anymore. It was just more than a year ago that all we were talking about was the 2019 NCOV. And then, oh, you were upgraded, weren't you? The CO standing for corona. The VI for virus. The D for disease. The 19 for the year that it was discovered. What possibly can I get you to mark the anniversary of this, Dr. Ted? We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. Oh, Dr. Tedros from the World Health Organization that was one year ago. It is a pandemic. And this is what I said. Thankfully, I was able to pronounce things correctly. But this is what I said one year ago on Global News on the evening newscast. It has been a landmark day in the global fight against COVID-19. The coronavirus outbreak now officially called a pandemic by the World Health Organization. In Canada, there are more than 100 cases, nearly half of them here in Ontario. That is yours truly on the Global News evening newscast one year ago tonight. And that case count sounded terrifying at the time, but put that into perspective and what we've seen over the year, we now know what terrifying truly is. Coming up, your opportunity to tell me where you were a year ago. One year ago, when this all came down, when you finally realized, as I think a lot of us did, realized suddenly, wait a second, this whole coronavirus is not some sort of science fiction novel happening on a planet called Wuhan. It's here, and it's going to have a big impact on our lives. Your opportunity to weigh in on that. And in our next segment, we are at this real crossroads again because of one thing we've learned in the last year from you, Mr. Novo- Novel Coronavirus, one year anniversary. What have we won? What have we learned? We've learned that this pandemic, you know, every time we get some good news, we get some equally frightening news. And so right now we have case counts coming down overall, the percent positivity, not too bad, except for we're seeing variants going up and there is a story beneath the story. And we're going to tell you about that. Uh, Dr. Andrew MacArthur from McMaster University is also going to talk about this new news from AstraZeneca out of Denmark and Norway, where they've stopped giving out the shot. Now that's scary because people in Ontario are lining up as we speak outside of pharmacies to get what? The AstraZeneca shot. So what does that mean? We're going to get to that. Also, uh, Isaac Bogosh is with us. Uh, Weigh in on that AstraZeneca news. All of that is coming up on the Alan Carter radio program. But let's get to our top story. Because right now in the north of this province, there is a completely different situation underway than is what is happening in Toronto and Peel. And it is incredibly instructive for us as we begin to look at the fact that, yes, we have relaxed um, restrictions. We're allowed to shop in non-essential stores once again. 
Well, right now I can tell you, here's top news from today. Ontario has activated the emergency break for Sudbury and put it back into gray lockdown. That region's case rate has increased by 54%. Meanwhile, in Thunder Bay, 48 new cases there, but there is a petition in Thunder Bay that has been launched to try and convince the province to name that area that public health unit as a COVID-19 hotspot and to get more resources in there. Joining me on the line to tell me about more about what's going on is in Thunder Bay is the mayor of Thunder Bay, Bill Morrow. Welcome, Mayor. Well, thank you for having me. What uh, are you petitioning the provincial government to do? Well, there is a petition that's been started online by some constituents in the city of Thunder Bay, but from, from the corporate perspective, clearly um, we are looking for more vaccine. We have, you know, one of the highest rates of, uh, of COVID in the province, if not the highest rate, understanding Sudbury just had some, some difficult news today as well. So given the policies that have been articulated previously by the province in terms of when you're in a red or when you are in a gray lockdown designated area that as larger amounts of the vaccine become available that proportionally those areas would receive more vaccine to to get it into their population so that that's kind of where we're going and i think a lot of this was was generated by yesterday's announcement around the astrazeneca piece and a couple of pilot programs that were being um, you know, begun and, and Thunder Bay with one of the highest rates not being included in the pilot. So there may be reasons for that. I've reached out to Minister Elliott's office. We're going to have a chat tomorrow with her chief of staff, but it's raised some questions within the community as to why we weren't included. And I think it indicates why that particular petition that you've referenced got started. I'm going to play for you what uh, the minister said to some questions about the mm-hmm. situation in Thunder Bay in just a second. But what is driving uh, the case counts there, Mr. Mayor. Is it uh, a variance, or w- what's your understanding about the the spread? Yeah. yeah, I'm not not so sure that it's the variant. Clearly, we're in a position of broad community spread. Uh, I guess it's a month or six weeks ago. I don't recall now when when the local public health unit here declared uh, two outbreaks. Uh, one uh, in the correctional facilities. We have two of them in the city of Thunder Bay. And then also she declared a second outbreak in the vulnerable population. So I think there's a correlation there for sure. I couldn't say causation, but but certainly a correlation there between where we were at about that time and, and where we are now. So, but it's certainly in the in the broader community. It was in the schools. I mean, the decisions to reopen the schools, I think. And a lot of people wanted that decision to be made, to be fair. Um, but But I think a number of variables have now influenced the number and where we're at. Speaking with Bill Morrow, who is the mayor of Thunder Bay, this is Christine Elliott uh, responding to a question yesterday about the situation in your city. We're certainly well aware that there's a very difficult situation with COVID cases in Thunder Bay. Uh, We are working uh, with uh, the local uh, uh, chief medical officer of health there, as well as with the federal government. I had a discussion with Minister Haidu about Thunder Bay yesterday, and so they are providing some supports, as are we. We have sent in additional uh, case and contact managers and uh, people to do the follow-up to help support as well as some of the public health units that aren't particularly as busy with COVID right now that they can provide some support by phone as well. That is Christine Elliott, the Minister of Health for the province of Ontario, responding yesterday to a question about the situation in Thunder Bay on the line is the mayor of Thunder Bay. Bill, have you seen the supports that the province is talking about on the ground? 
There's been some. Um, I think we are still looking for more. Uh, additionally, yes, the, the federal piece, we've reached out to the federal government and we're, we're hoping to be in a position to make an announcement there in the near future. Hopefully some positive news in that regard. That assistance though, Alan, is related to the isolation situation where our district social services administration board is trying to manage uh, the isolation situation where people are being a bit segregated because they don't necessarily have some place to go and be isolated. That assistance is related to that situation. It's related to isolation. You know, I think the questions though for us still remaining in the community and, and we'll be looking to get some certainty as to why we weren't included in the pilots related to AstraZeneca. And also I understand there's another program rolling out on Saturday where primary care providers will be given some capacity to provide vaccinations as well. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about vaccines. We are all in this together. I understand the province and other areas of the province are challenged as well, not just about Thunder Bay, but we are in a difficult circumstance. Thunder Bay has a very high rate, if not the highest rate of infection per, per 100,000. And so we are designated as red and gray. We are in the gray zone. This is part of their policy. So we're hopeful that this leads to a larger proportion of the vaccines finding its way into Thunder Bay so that we can get the community vaccinated. This is the ultimate solution for us. It's the ultimate solution for all of us, of course, but uh, that, that's what we're about right now. And that's where our, our advocacy is focused. It, from, from your perspective, is, is the government not focusing enough on the North? Well, I, I think that we've just seen, um, you know, what, what Sudbury is going through right now. I think that the, the answer to your question will be determined in the days and the weeks ahead. People are, and, and I don't want to make this about an us or a them dis decision or a discussion. As I've mentioned, we know that the entire province is looking for and anxious to receive vaccine from the provincial government. My focus is that they have articulated months ago that if you are in a red or a gray designated color-coded area of the province that you will receive a larger proportion of the vaccines as they become available. So we're, it seems like we are there now. It seems like there are larger doses now available with more amounts to come. So the answer to your question will be determined in the near term and in, in perhaps the longer term, but as long as we're in the gray designated area, as well as others like Sudbury, Toronto, we understand when you're designated that way, it's a good policy. Let's roll it out and let's stay consistent with it. Bill Moore is the uh, mayor of Thunder Bay. And uh, for our listeners, obviously, we're talking to people in the GTA. Uh, Bill, your, your takeaway, I mean, here in the city of Toronto and in Peel in the GTA, we've seen case counts come down. And we, as, we, as I've mentioned, we've now moved into a, the new modified gray so we actually can shop in uh, non-essential stores again. What's your message for us about the experience in Thunder Bay and the, how quickly the case counts have gone up? Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that Toronto is seeing some reduction in their numbers. I think, you know, one of the other pieces, of course, of, of having spiking numbers um, and seeing your community designated as gray is that a number of businesses get completely shuttered. And for them, of course, this is completely, completely a difficult circumstance for them to be in. What is unfortunately being proven now is that our numbers have not necessarily come down. And while those businesses have been closed, they will begin to make the argument that they are not necessarily contributing to the case numbers. So it's a very difficult circumstance. Again, I wanna leave, leave you with the point. We, we appreciate that we're all in this together 
that there are other areas of the province uh, that require attention. We appreciate that, we understand that. But while we're in this gray lockdown zone, the people that are asking me questions in Thunder Bay are curious as to why we weren't included into the AstraZeneca piece. I'm, I'm hoping to have a conversation with the minister or her office today or tomorrow to get an explanation for that. And there may well be a good explanation. I'll, I'll look forward to having a chat with her office. But ultimately their policy does indicate if you're gray, you get a larger proportion of the vaccines. We're gray. My community is reaching out to me to ask why to this point we weren't included in those pilots that were announced yesterday. There may be good answers to that. Uh, hopefully we have those answers in the near term. Bill, thanks for coming on and keeping us up to date what's going on in your city. Please be well. I appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. That is Bill Morrow, who is the mayor of Thunder Bay, as we get a, a sort of a snapshot of what is happening in the northern portion of the province.